This call may be recorded or transcribed. Yes, hold on. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning. This is Topaz. Good morning, Topaz. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. And Topaz, I have your prayer request. He on the phone with me, but he got the phone on mute. He was, um, he, he'd been struggling uh, to breathe, but we just left the hospital. So he's on the line. He might not say anything just because he, he's been struggling. So um, just know that he's on the line as well. Okay. Well, good. Okay. I'm glad that he is home now. We're going to be praying for him, and we're glad he's on the call. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Good
Good morning, Sashima. Good morning and happy Wednesday to you. Have a blessed Thank you. And Clem, we just want to welcome you to declare victory, and we are so happy that you're on the call, and we will be lifting you up, praying for complete healing for you. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Dion. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Mrs. Kim. Good morning, Kim. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Uh, this is Susie again. Can I get a prayer request in for myself? I live uh, in Stockton, and uh, the weather is bad, and my breathing is really, really bad. So if, we could, uh, if you could please say a prayer for me for breathing better. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Dallas P. Thank you. I'm going I'm going on mute. Okay. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salasita. Who's on the line? Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning, it's Destiny. Did you say Destiny? Yes. Good morning and happy Wednesday. Good morning, happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, it's Loranda. Good morning, Loranda. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined? Good morning, Valuable. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Declare Victory. Rochelle. Good morning, Restorated Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> Good morning. That's Krishanda. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Krishanda. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. This is Juanita. Happy Good Wednesday. Morning. Good morning, Juanita. Happy Wednesday. Is there anyone else on the call that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning, Ms. Yes. Kendra. Good morning, Kendra. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Ms. Marcus. Uh, I have a prayer request also. Okay, Marcus, I'm ready. Um, yes, could you please lift up the Moores family, M-O-R, I'm sorry, M-O-O-R-S, um, one of my students, 
uh, was gunned down in the Visitation Valley uh, District last week, and they are having his services this weekend. And there's some, uh, they're expecting retaliation around the different situations. So just pray for their family for protection and um, comfort as they go through this time. Thank you. Okay, thank you for letting us know. We certainly will. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning, baby. Love you. Love you too. Good morning, Didi. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone on the call and have a great day. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Yeah. Good morning and happy Wednesday, Sister Lisa. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, good morning is persistent. Good morning, all. Good morning, Ms. Nosey. Good morning, it's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning, Pretty. Good morning. How are you? Doing wonderful. Thank you. Um, okay. All righty. At this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us daily during the month of August, where our theme for the month is legislation. All the declarations will focus on the jurisdictional authority that that Christ has provided to us as his ecclesia. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fasts for anything that you maybe believe in the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, Push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through your cash app at dollar sign I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have a couple of prayer requests. The first one is from Topaz. She is asking for prayer for her brother. He was in the hospital. He had shortness of breath and chest pain. He's now at home but still needs our prayers. So let's pray for Clem for shortness of breath and chest pain. Susie is also asking for prayer. Um, She's having some trouble with breathing. So let's pray for complete healing for Susie. And then 
Marcus is asking for prayer for one of his students' family, the Moores family, M-O-O-R-S family. They are grieving as they are um, preparing to bury their loved one today, and they are unfortunately expecting some retaliation. So let's pray for comfort and protection for the Moores family today. And uh, that's it for our prayer request. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina Joy. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina Joy. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is found in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 22 through 23. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off the phone. I now pass the call to Christina Joy. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Um, everyone could just take a moment, if you're available to, just to um, have a heart posture of surrender right now. Allow Holy Spirit to just minister to you. So, Abba, Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to be in partnership with you through prayer. For greater your mercies, and they are new every morning. So we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. We thank you that even now we have come near to you in the Zion realm in your throne room, located in the city of the living God, the new Jerusalem, knowing that we've joined in the festal gatherings of the myriads of angels and the joyous celebration. And as members of the church of the firstborn, all of our names here at Declare Victory have already been legally registered as citizens of heaven. We come before you, for you are a just judge. You live among the righteous, and we have been made perfect in your eyes. We thank you that we come to you through our mediator, through our redeemer, through our savior, Jesus, covered in his blood, the blood that was sprinkled upon the mercy seat on our behalf so that we can even enter into your throne room in our time of need, the blood that cries out forgiveness. The blood that covers our sins, even when the accuser of the brethren tries to hinder and delay the answers to our prayers. We thank you that where two or three are gathered in your name, you're in the midst. And whatever we legally bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we legally loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And where two or three are gathered, you are in the midst. So right now, 
Holy Spirit, we usher your presence in. Jehovah Shalom, we ask for you to grace us with your presence. We thank you that as we continue to develop intimate relationships with you, oh Lord Jesus Christ, for you are our Lord and Savior. You are our Redeemer, that you allow us through the intimacy of the relationship to bear forth the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control that we get dressed this morning being covered in your feathers, O Lord, as one of your chosen ones. Therefore, clothe us with compassion and kindness, humility and meekness, patience and forgiveness of others as you have forgiven us of our trespasses. Yet above all these things, we ask that you clothe us with love. Love, which is the bond of perfection. And because we are called to intercede, because we are called to war, as you teach our, our hands to war and our fingers to fight, we ask that you would put on us the tailor-made armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the gospel of peace, sandals, the sword of your spirit, which is your word, and the shield of faith, which we use to quench any flaming arrows of the enemy. Please let the peace of God rule in our hearts. Let the word of Christ dwell in us richly today in all wisdom, teaching, and understanding, giving revelation of the knowledge of who you are, enlighten the eyes of our understanding, strengthen us with all might according to your glorious power. We ask that you plant the good seeds of righteousness in our hearts so that we will harvest a crop of love. Break up any fallow ground in our hearts. Plow up every hardened part of our hearts, every buried place in our hearts. Uproot any unfruitful seed that was previously planted, seeds of bitterness or unfaithfulness, seeds of worry or doubt or anxiety, seeds of rebellion, anger, envy, or strife. We ask by your grace that you would instead, after you break up our follow ground in our hearts, that you would plant good seeds of righteousness, that you will allow righteousness to reign upon us so we will reap in accordance with mercy and loving kindness and harvest a crop of love. We thank you as we bind ourselves to your will according to your word because you said that you know the plans that you have for us, plans to prosper us, to not provide any harm, and instead to give us a future with a hope and an expected end. So we praise you. We bless you. We lift up Jehovah Rapha as we call upon you for your healing anointing, for Topaz's brother Kent. We call upon you for Susie, for their having an attack of the enemy for their lungs, from their breathing. So we ask, God, that you would allow them to be healed in their lungs and any other ailment of their bodies that is sickness or disease that you would allow for your healing virtue, your miracle virtue to be released in not only Susie's body, but in Topaz Brothers Clint's body. And you would allow for them to feel the presence of your miracle anointing from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. Make them whole again. Put a hedge of protection around them in the mighty name of Jesus. Allow them to feel your peace. Allow them to feel your presence. Allow them to be filled with your Holy Spirit. And we thank you that because of the stripes Jesus took on the cross, that they are healed and made whole. We thank you that because we are sealed with the inheritance of the Holy Spirit, because we are your children seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, and because you said healing is the children's bread, that they shall be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. We lift up the Moore's family to you right now. 
that you would be their shield and their horn of salvation, stronghold and refuge today, that they can go to the secret place to to get the comfort and to get the assurance and the peace that passes all understanding, that there shall be no retaliation of the enemy. We ask for you to burn up to abort every wicked plot, plan, device, or scheme of the enemy to cause disruption. We bind up anything that is against your will, and we release it in the name of Jesus to the pit, to the fiery place of Sheol. We ask because you've given us the authority, according to Luke 10 and 19, to tread upon the serpent and the scorpion and all power of the enemy, that there shall be nothing the enemy can do to disrupt the moment that the family needs to get comfort, to get closure as they bury their loved one. We ask that you would provide a supernatural shield, a hedge of protection around all parties involved, that you would even soften the hearts of those wanting to retaliate, that you would come against them and let them have a road to Damascus moment where they realize that they cannot come against your will and your ways. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus that you will give them beauty for their ashes. You will turn their mourning into joy and you will allow them to have some kind of consolation as to why their loved one was taken from this realm. And you will remind them that because of your grace, because of your mercy, because of your loving kindness, that they shall be anxious for nothing and think on the things that are true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, of good repute, excellence and worthy of your praise, that you will keep them in perfect peace as they keep their minds on you. We ask that you would allow for protection to be for each and every one of us on the call. Allow your angels charge over us to keep us safe in all of our ways, and in their hands they shall bear us up, lest we dash our foot against this home. A stone, we ask that you would allow any attacks over our lives to be aborted in the mighty name of Jesus. We rebuke every spirit that tried to creep over us in the night. We receive your faithfulness and your knowledge for you are a shield for us. We come in the volume of the book that is written of us to do your will. And as God's official legislator and law enforcement agency as the ecclesia, we come in the name of Jesus and whose we are and whom we serve that every me should bow of things and of heaven and on earth and every tongue to confess that Jesus is Lord. So revive us with your word this morning. Breathe a fresh wind over us this morning. For we know that it's not by our might, not by our power, but it is by your spirit that we overcome trials and tribulations. So as your spirit guides us, as your spirit refreshes us, as your spirit restores us, we ask that you would also forgive us of any sins, known or unknown, so that this prayer be not hindered as we collectively praise and worship you, that you would have mercy upon us according to your loving kindness and according to the multitudes of your tender mercies, that you would allow for there to be a forgiveness of sins, known or unknown, Anything that's in our hearts, you would reveal it to us and you would purge it with the blood of Jesus that you would create in us a clean heart, storing us a right spirit. 
restoring us the joy of our salvation for the joy of the Lord is our strength so that we can teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted unto you and as we come boldly before your throne of grace in our time of need we come so knowing that we need everything you could possibly give us in this hour but have nothing that we could give you nothing but a broken spirit and a broken and a contrite heart that you do not despise so we right now begin to take our phones off mute we come knowing that we have the authority According to Jesus Christ, that gave us this authority to allow us to come in the name of Jesus, to come against everything that the enemy has tried to do, to allow us to come in the first place. So we know because we are redeemed from the curse of the law, because we are allowed to come in and have to bring up the eyes and ears and our eyes and nuts and mouth and mouth we agree, Lord. We agree that we We agree that we are the that we are the Hallelujah. 
Yes, ma'am. Yes, oh, okay. I was about to say, hey, 
Well, good morning. God morning. Great morning, Christina. You didn't come to do no plan on today. Good morning, family. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wait While We Wait Wednesday. It is my absolute favorite day of the week. It is the day I get to serve. It is also the day that we have set aside that's dedicated to furthering our ability to hear the voice of the Father, to connect with Holy Spirit, and to be pushed into a place of elevation and promotion by making an active decision to participate in our own victory via fasting. Um, it is not just that we fast, but we fast corporately. Uh, and today's topic will kind of tie that in as well. Uh, thank you, Valuable. Thank you, uh, Christina. And thank you to each of you. Amazing. Uh, loved by God. Separated for his purpose. Uh, created to overcome every obstacle. To experience every victory. To walk in triumphancy intentionally because you are the chosen of our amazing Father. Again, uh, happy Wednesday to each of you. And I pray that this morning finds you well and prepared to go and seize the day, to be love and to be light in any and every atmosphere that you may tread in, to know that you operate from a place of dominion and sonship and that uh, God favors you. I want to uh, encourage you this morning to be intentional about receiving the righteousness of God, about receiving his grace, but more importantly, about yielding it to someone that you may encounter today, that he may be lifted up, that he would draw all men unto him. Um, we have been legislating well, I believe, I believe that the Father is pleased with even the very idea of the fact that we are um, pressing in even the more into um, what we have access to, what God's desire is for us as believers um, to not just uh, be victims, pardon me, of our lives, but to be victorious in and through all that we do, all that we were sent in this earth to do. I mean by George, I mean to meet him empty, that any and everything he's called me to, I will not only operate in, but I will execute based on what is written of me in the heavens and my prayer is that the same would occur for each and every one of you. Um, this morning's teaching is going to be a little bit different than um, our regular legislative conversation, but only because I want you to experience and to um, capture into view the, the concepts of the constructs of community. And what legislation does in community, we experienced it today during our corporate worship. Right before I do that, um, sometimes I got your message with regard to your brother Clem. Um, I will absolutely be lifting him up during the course of today. Um, for those of you that will be joining us in fasting, please remember Clem in your prayers. Amen. Oh, you can hear me, Renee. <laughs> Yes, ma'am, I was. I'm going to stop, though. <laughs> That's 
heck of funny. <laughs> okay, sorry, you guys. I was having a little um, personal summer, and so I didn't know you guys could hear me fanning, but <laughs> that's so funny. I thought I was sneaking. Okay. All right, I'm done. I, I I put it down. My glasses were fogging up. I was trying to help myself out a little bit right there. <laughs> Funny. Hey, man. So we're we're gonna go. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'll I'll text it to you. <laughs> Leave me alone, Tan. <laughs> hey, man. We're going to go to uh, the Book of Numbers. The Book of Numbers, and uh, again, I want to give you an angle. One thing that I've learned um, as God has expanded um, the eyes of my understanding, as he has given me a different um, view of who I am in him, uh, as I have learned how to to navigate and am learning, um, I don't believe that it ever ends. I'm positive that there is a continuum. It is extremely cyclical uh, when you operate from a place of authority, you are always growing, you are always learning, and for each and every one of you, you should ask yourself a question, what area in your life have you become stagnant in? Do your own personal evaluation of where you are and what the expected outcomes are, places that you know you could be stretched further. Uh, One of the things I think as believers, contingent upon what type of test and trials you've actually gone through, sometimes you get a little bit fearful um, of the warfare. I remember uh, early on in my my life of developing um, a fasting life, I would be afraid of the warfare that would come with fasting because initially it does, but after a while, you you almost become numb to it. You almost um, become expectant of the possibility of, you know, a little backlash. But when you learn how to legislate effectively and when you learn how to legislate corporately uh, and that that it's not just you out here fighting, one of the things that I love about the community of Declare Victory is that we have created what I call counterculture, counterculture, right? So instead of being reactive, we are responsive based upon the need. It puts us in a position to agree collaboratively with an expected outcome. It gives us the strength, the ability, and the capacity to look forward to an outcome that is in our favor. Uh, One of the things that I have also learned is to, um, instead of just setting a goal, Um, only because goals end is to recognize that there is a need to constantly expect a favorable outcome, right? So we set benchmarks, and we know uh, in in six months, I would like to see X, Y, Z happen. And I'm not talking about manipulative manifestation or name it and claim it or grab it and blab it or however you say all of those colloquialisms. But what I am saying is that Um, There should always be an expectation of an outcome that's in your favor, right? We know that tests and trials 
come consistently. I don't know that they ever stop, if I just be honest. I don't I don't know that they'll ever go away. But isn't it nice to know that you don't have to war alone, that you don't have to fight alone? And so here in this particular extremely familiar passage of Scripture, Moses is giving instruction um, and, and has made an active decision to send 12 tribes into Canaan. Um, Moses has uh, been given instruction by Abba to go and seize a place. And so I'll start around about, um, I'll start way down at the 26th verse of the 13th number of Psalms, I mean of, of the 13th number of numbers, I'm sorry. And um, I'll talk about when the return happens. What you start to notice, and, and right before I go into this reading, when Jesus began his ministry, when he started his walk, the very first thing that he did was go and start to select those that would travel with him. One of the things that I've also uncovered and unveiled as God has cultivated uh, my understanding is that we absolutely need people, right? We need people because um, being isolated, number one, um, it is, and, and you'll notice this even about flocks of sheep or herds of animals, that the only time they get attacked and devoured is when they are alone, when they are considered weak or left behind. It is so important in this season and in this hour that you have community. While you are learning to legislate, while you are learning to uh, be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, having people around you that have like mindsets, uh, that are of good uh, character, that are of good nature, what, what you'll understand is that you go, uh, as my brother David would say, further, faster. You go further, faster. There are things that transpire that sometimes if you are uh, considered alone, listen, it, it can be um, deafening. The, the sounds, the noise of process can be overwhelming. But even Jesus had the wherewithal to create his inner circle, uh, his inner courts. And you notice that he had the 12, but then he had uh, the three, right? He had those that um, were were part of the collective, and then he had those that in those intimate moments uh, were uh, not just there to keep him together. There was a level of accountability. There was a level of safety and security. There was a level of being able to be vulnerable and build deep relationships. We should all uh, be connected to people deeply. Uh, the, the, the enemy will uh, trick you into believing that uh, you are an island, and that is one of the most deceptive um, things that can ever transpire in one's life is that you feel like you have to fight everything alone. Um, as, as culture would say today, honey, we need to match energy. You need, you need to be on the same plane, the same page, with the same mentality and the same mindset because the truth is somebody, 
somewhere controls the atmosphere with what is being said. The power of the spoken word is visible from Genesis to Revelation. The power of the spoken word, the power of revelation and recollection is evident on every single level, every single time, in every single moment of every single day. And so here we find uh that Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community of Kadesh, right, in the desert of Paran, they they reported to them the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land. And so at 27 it says, they gave Moses this account. We went into the land in which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. They had gathered, and this is me pausing and parenthetically saying, they had gathered the fruit of the land. They brought it back. Dion, what does this have to do with legislation? I'll show you in just a moment. But the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw descendants of Anak there. And the Amalekites live in the Negev and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites live in the hill country and the Canaanites live near the sea and along the Jordan. And then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go up and take possession of the land. For we can certainly do it. Let me put a pin right there. See, you you need in your tribe, in your camp, one who has the unmitigated gall, one who has the audacity, one who has the fervor, the tenacity, and the wherewithal to say, check this out. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what I think I saw. I don't care what it actually is. The reality is I was created to overcome. I was created to be victorious. I was designed for destiny in an effort to be uh, not only divine, but devout in my process. Here, Caleb has told everybody, honey, shut up. I saw it. You saw it. We saw it. But there has to be someone in your circle who in the back of their mind understands that if God sent you to it, the goal is that you not only conquer it, but that you do it with confidence and competence, that you do it with confidence and competence, right? And so here in 31 it says, but the men who had gone up with him said, we can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. And they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land that they had explored. And they said, the land we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw there are of great size. We saw the Nephilim there, the descendants of Anak that come from the Nephilim. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. It is moments of uh, supposed defeat that you'll find out who you are traveling with. There are there are times and seasons that uh, if given the opportunity, you would not only be overtaken and overcome, uh, but for real, the culture can create a climate. The culture of the people who are um, ill-equipped to 
operate from a place of legislation, to operate from a place of authority and awareness of their sonship and their ability uh, to travel this thing called life that is designed um, only for discipleship, whether or not you know it. Every day we make disciples, but the question is of what? Right? Every day as we operate from a place of legislation and authority, we make active decisions to choose the climate that we walk in. We make active decisions to say one of two things. I know what I see, but I understand what I know is going to be the outcome to be the truth. I recognize that because uh, the word quote unquote, our uh, our language, our vernacular, our conversation, our communication, our community determines the climate in which we travel. And and by the grace of God, um, I have really honestly I've been blessed with people who number one trust God, but number two have learned to trust self. And and this is more of an instructional teaching today than it is just about legislation. John did an amazing job on Monday and Tuesday giving us uh, and equipping us with uh, authoritative steps and measures in an effort to legislate. But in this season, I want to remind you that there are purpose partners that God has designed just for you that will not only help you to legislate authoritatively, but will help you in those moments where, for real, it doesn't look like what God said. Legislation isn't always just about navigating the heavens. Sometimes legislation is about living out what it is that God has promised you in an afford time and being able to, quote, unquote, do the math. Sorry, y'all, but the, the devil got probably a little annoyed with me. That's fine. I'm going to keep going. Um, it, it's it's more so about learning how to navigate with the community that God has given you. Ask yourself this question. Who around me will remind me that the end is already written? Who around me has the foresight to see that even the things that I'm facing have nothing to do with the promised or the purposed outcome. Canaan was a promise. It had already been legislated. They were simply reiterating what the heavens had already declared. As Christina said a little bit earlier, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth its handiwork. We are the workmanship of God. We are the handiwork of the Father. It is super important that you begin to be awakened to who you are in the heavens, who it has already been written of you. Having the people around you that uh, can see into your destiny, that can see into your future, that can see into the promise that's on your life and the reverse. Because remember, we, we are, quote, unquote, matching energy. That's the, the little uh, saying of this time. But Knowing who you are traveling with is going to be key to your next level. 
the people that you are connected to that will agree with you about specific things to prayer. See, to pray, we don't just fast for um, God's recognition. That's not. We're not looking for that. We're looking to be able to hear what is being said in the heavens, so that we can plant heaven in earth. You are a seed. Everything about you is designed to return things with multiplicity. That means that you have the ability to speak life in dead places and things grow from you having the ability to legislate effectively, to operate from a place of what is said and sometimes not seen requires you being um, surrounded with people who will not only agree with you, but who will also get you together, tell you, honey, shut up. I know what we saw. We, I mean, you, you knew it wasn't going to be simple, right? You knew it couldn't just move completely seamlessly. That, that would be too much. That would be too much like right. And when you start to get closer to the promise, when you start to get closer to the purpose, there, there are things that will distract you. It is imperative that you have people around you that will tell you, honey, shut up. I thank God for uh, the moments where the pressure of this process was so strenuous and so intense. Some of the things that I have gone through, many people wouldn't survive with their mind. I'm grateful that I had um, uh, was surrounded by a cloud of witnesses who would tell me, Dion, I, I know uh, it's ugly. Are you done yet? That's, that's, that's me and Tanya's thing. All right, you finished? <laughs> You done with your wham wham business? And in my mind, I was thinking I wasn't saying wham wham. Not, I mean, not for real. You know, I was just kind of letting God have it because why does it have to be this uncomfortable? Why does it have to be this difficult? Why do I have to be this frustrated in the process? And technically what she would say is, well, you don't. There's nothing you can do about that right there, right this second. But you know what the end is. You know what the promise says. You know what God instructed you to do. Of course, it's not going to be simple. Of course, it's going to look like there are Nephilim there. Of course, it's going to look like uh, uh, the land is going to suck you up. But the reality is you always win. The reality is Romans 8 and 28 warmed over. The reality is you cannot even when it looks like you're losing, there is victory. There is legislation happening in the earth, kind of like those radio waves we talk about all the time. While you may not have it tuned in specifically to uh, a station, you may not even have powered up your radio, but I guarantee you right this second, if you get one of those old school AM, FM radios and you flip that thing on, you may hear a little bit of static. You may hear a little bit of uh, white noise, but uh, when you start to lean in and turn the dial, after a while you find the station, you find the sound that 
echoes the sentiment of the heart of the Father. That's what the heavens are like. You got to tap in in such a way that there is clarity and surety of thought in spite of what it is that you see. In spite of your uh, silly, simple, finite emotions, you get to a place where you understand all I got to do is tap in. That some of the things that we have prayed for that seemed afar off. I, I did some math the other night, and in certain instances, I won't tell y'all all the details because this line is free and open, and we don't want to give the enemy any type of access, especially not to my destiny and to my future. But I did some math the other night, and I looked at some of the timelines, and um, you, you have to uh, get beyond just reading the Bible. You have to get beyond just uh, fasting for a, a few hours on Wednesday. You have to get beyond just kind of guesstimating in your prayers, but you have to start to learn what it looks like in the heavens and, and some of the patterns that God will do that signify certain times, seasons, and dispensations in your life. Legislation is about having the wisdom to navigate your now with nerve and I mean, I'm talking about gall of the expected end. As you are uh, gaining a greater understanding, for those of you that were um, participating in the, the call last night, I'm positive that there was a supernatural impartation in partnership. We're still talking about legislation. See, something happens when you start to grow and you start to invest time in yourself, in growing in the things of the kingdom, in an effort to for real learn how to not just open your mouth, not just for you. See, when we, when we legislate, we aren't just uh, warring for ourselves. I'm, I'm talking about our great, great, great grandchildren. I'm talking about generation after generation after generation being changed because you cared more than doing the surface work. I mean, some of us will, yeah, you get to go to heaven and that's cool. You might get you a little apartment. Some of y'all might get a little condo. I'm trying to have a, a, a whole gangster mansion. I'm trying to live in the penthouse in this thing. I'm trying to figure out what it is, God, that, it, that I must do in an effort to get to the pinnacle of this thing called existing in this body, right? It's temporary, y'all. It's temporary. I'm being reminded of how temporary it is day after day after day in those moments of losing the people that I thought would be here at least until we were 75, 80 years old. But the truth is, who you spend your time with? Caleb has spent enough time with Joshua that he had an attitude. Joshua was already the cat that said, look, I could take them. We, we could go get them. I, I don't care what it looks like over there. Let's go get it. Get you some people that if you need to make a phone call, if you need to say, hey, listen, so-and-so and such-and-such -and -such is going on, I need you to agree with me. I need you to join with me in prayer in an effort to get to the other side. It's not uh, it's not an easy job to do when you are alone. It's very easy for you to get plucked off. It's very easy for you to get uh, overtaken if you don't have the right 
team. And so my prayer this morning is for each and every one of you, for everybody that's connected. You, you need people around you that love you enough to sacrifice their plate for your victory, that love you enough to say, hey, listen, we're not getting no results. Do, do you mind joining with me for about three days? I just need three days to get this breakthrough. I just need uh, one day. Can we do today from six to six and, and we do nothing but water and we seek the will of the Father for not just our lives. You need people that will tell you, that will tell you, listen, uh, your son, your daughter, your grandchildren were on my heart today. I decided that today is going to be a day of legislation for people that I love, for people that mean something to me. You, you might have a, a situation where you're a caregiver. You might have a situation where somebody is dealing with cancer or diabetes or just poor health in general. You've got to have the courage to take the time with people that you love. Don't just talk about it. Be about it. Listen, I got, I got friends and I can say, listen, y'all, we, we need to fast. Can y'all fast with me? <laughs> and without hesitation, Without overthinking it, yeah, well, how many days are we doing? What, what, what are we doing? And I'm talking about it on a fast day because it's moments like this um, where you may be right at your next level. You may be at the brink of walking into Canaan. You may be right at the, 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 the climax of your destiny, but it's difficult to do it on your own because you'll see the giants. You'll see the land that has the ability to swallow you up. You see the victory over there on that side, but you can't see how to get to it from there. Sometimes you need somebody around you that will legislate in such a way that they can say, tap, tap, tap. Hey, Dion, look look right over there. Christina read one of my favorite scriptures. It's a recent favorite, uh, Numbers, the 14th chapter, the 28th verse. And today I will do what you said. Listen, your words have power. Your relationships have the equivalent of power. Where two or three are gathered, there he will be in the midst. Sometimes it helps to legislate with a collaborative, with a community with a core group of people who you know aren't praying against you, who you know don't have an agenda or an objective, who you know would, would desire the will of the Father to transpire, not just in your life, but the lives of those that you are surrounded by. We're going higher, y'all, not just in um, the, the spiritual realm, but in the earth realm. There are some things that are taking place behind the scenes. I need y'all to hear me. Right? What happens at the top happens for what flows down. I'm going to ask that today you legislate, not just for myself, but for us as a collective. God is doing some things. We won't live average lives. We won't have regular outcomes. We won't experience uh, minimum victories. We will win in excess. Not just in excess, but in excellence. There are some outcomes that are in your destiny. I'm telling you, God allows me to see certain things, but you have to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to be accountable. 
You have to be willing to be accessible, but more importantly, you have to be willing to be steadfast and unmovable. This season is about legislating what's already written. It's about learning what you need to know to go to the next level. Next year won't look like any year aforetime. And I believe that God is doing something supernaturally. I know there was a supernatural impartation last night because it happened for me. And I longed for the day that I would be able to hand you what was handed to me that changed my life. I had to get to a place where I had the evidence that not only it worked, (laughs) not only is it effective to have people that are agreeing with you in prayer, but it's life-altering. Y'all, my whole life has switched up in a matter of, well, I won't say months, because it's been years in the process, but I went through years in a process so you don't have to. That's why you have community. That's why you have friendship. I've learned how to legislate in such a way that my expectation is that the outcome is favorable, not just for me, but for future generations and for you. Listen, that's all I got this morning. I love you. I pray that something that I said empowered you, encouraged you, inspired you, not only to keep going, but to know that this is not a game. And if you engage this system, there is a process, there's a method to this thing. I'm telling you, if you engage, if you involve yourself in learning how to operate effectively in the spirit and in the natural, if you give yourself permission to move beyond mediocre church going, ain't nobody got time for that. I don't want to be a professional church goer. I'm not interested at all. That doesn't, nothing about that excites me. We were created to win souls. And unfortunately, until you got some victories under your belt, don't nobody believe what you're talking about, child. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Sounds good. Let me see it work for you. Evidence comes, and evidence is specifically so that God will be glorified. Nothing more, nothing less. And I promise in this season, you're going to be the evidence. It's some victories coming that are going to blow your mind. I promise you. Look, that's on Mary had a little lamb. That being said, y'all, listen, here's the time that we have set aside for those that may have joined the call a little late. You didn't get a chance to say good morning. Let's do it. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Resilient Rosanna. Oh. Hi, Resilient Rosanna. It's so good to hear good your morning. voice. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning, you guys. My name is Jamisha, and I'm joined before, but I got on late, but what I heard is what I needed to hear. Super dope. Welcome, Jamisha. It's nice to have you, sweetheart. Good morning, Pastor Dion. Pastor Ricky here. Good morning, PR. Hey, good morning, PR. Good morning. It's Chris. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's Krishanda. Okay. <laughs> a great declaration. I am the evidence. Listen, um, come on. And I hear the sound of rain. I'm just saying, God bless you. Yeah, the abundance of it. Don't don't share change me. Don't just give me no rain. That sounds like that could be a drizzle. The devil is a lie for no drizzle. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. After Dion. Good morning. Good morning. Sunshine. Hey, Sunshine. Good morning, babe. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. It's so, so Sylvia. Thank you for that 
wonderful <laughs> declaration and that evidence that is apparent. Thank you. Yeah. Good morning, sir. This is my too. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, Sylvia. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, it is Denise. Hey, Denise. Good morning. Good morning. This is Nezzy. Hey, Nezzy. Good morning. Char, Miss Pound, like running. <laughs> Rock run, honey. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. It's Denise. Hey, Denise. Good morning. Good morning. This is Mary. Hi, Mary. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Patsy. Hi, Patsy. Oh, and I am glad that Mary has the lamb. Great declaration. <laughs> love you. Good morning, Cheryl. Love you more. Good morning. Wow. This is Leonia. <laughs> Good morning, Mother. Good morning. Good morning. Leon. It's Georgia. Hey, Diane. Hi, Georgia. Amen. Thank you, Lady Di. Good morning. It's Gloria. Hey, Worms, good morning. That was so rich, Mrs. Dang, that was so <laughs> Good morning. I love you more. Good morning. Good morning. Kim. Good morning. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I just love, love, love you. Oh, thank you, Lord. I love you, too. Good morning. Good morning. This is Danielle. Blow the whistle. That was that was, uh, that was awesome. Thank you. Oh man, good morning. I'm glad it blessed you. Good morning, Zell. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, humble. Good to hear your voice, sir. Representing for the brothers. Good morning. Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Monica, the Overcomer. Great declaration. Good news. Amen. It is good news. We always win. What's going on here? Somebody needs to mute their phone. Good morning, Juliet. Hey, Jubilant. Good morning. Good morning. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, Saints. This is Leisha. Good morning, Leash. Anybody else? Good morning, peace and love, sis. Enjoy your share. Amen. Good morning, peace and love. All in my business with my uh, personal summer foolishness. <laughs> Are you fanning? Uh, guilty. <laughs> hey, man. Anybody else before we walk into love, life, and victory? Hey, man. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary, anything this morning? Good morning, Good Dion. Morning. It's pretty. And I just want to say thank you for loving me enough. 
Amen. And I do. And we'll continue to. I appreciate you pretty a whole bunch. Amen. God bless you, woman of God. I appreciate you too. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Topaz. Um, I wanted to say thank you for the declaration. Thank you for the scripture. It is just a reminder that we can do what God has said we can do. It doesn't matter if it's a Nephilim or a Goliath. If he told us we had the victory, we got to believe it and we got to see the promise no matter how how the situation looks in the natural Um <clears throat> I just love the way you broke that down. It, it just reminded me, it strengthened me, it encouraged me. I've been up all day since yesterday at 4 a.m. And um, I've been at the hospital with my brother, you know, he was having difficulty breathing. And I just knew that it was gonna be a word for me on this line today. And I was determined to make sure I stayed up long enough to be able to hear the word, to be encouraged by it, and to be motivated to continue to, you know, do what I'm doing. And um, Dion, you um, are so correct. I don't know if everybody sees it or if, if God is speaking to everybody in the way that he's speaking to me, but I know that it's more than just us coming together praying. I know it's some glory connected to it. I know it's some blessings, some spiritual blessings connected to it. I know that we are going to be elevated into the next level, into the next dimension, into the next realm by connecting and partnering with this, well, for me, with this prayer line. And it's just, it's a reminder. God spoke something to me and he told me that this was going to be a season that I was going to be on my knees praying, continuing to intercede for others. And it's just like, it's been day after day ever since he spoke that to me that it's another attack that's coming against somebody I know I love I'm connected to and I've been prayerful and for the very first time I fasted last Wednesday I woke up in the morning about 2 30 in the morning God told me to fast and I and I checked my blood sugar and I was thinking to myself now God I want to ask you a question I know I'm not supposed to question <laughs> things but Sometimes this how you know this how me and God rock. So I'm like, uh, my blood sugar is 77, and you want me to fast, but then I had to remind myself, it don't matter what it looked like in the natural. If He told me to do it, He's gonna do it. I, you know what I need to do, whatever it is. So like uh, the pastor was saying yesterday, you know when when God move, you move just like that. And you know just what like I that. went. And I took my um I took my my blood sugar or whatever uh took my test results and I was thinking the enemy was getting in my ear talking all kind of you've been eating them cupcakes and hiding the wrappers in your car and all of that type <laughs> stuff now you know them numbers gonna be about seven your A1C level gonna be seven but God continued to give me the number five as I was praying. And he kept saying five, five, five. And I had to go and go look it up. And that five was connected to his grace, which he says that his grace is sufficient. And when I yeah. took my blood sugar, my number was 5.5. And my the average medium was one, 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 you know, like 111. But anyway, it, it just, it, it was just a reminder that I can't doubt what he's already spoken to me. And I gave him permission to wake me up in the midnight hour. And let me tell you, God picks up 
Ooh, he picks an hour to wake me up now. It'd be two, three in the morning, and I'd be like, I, I don't get up till four. But you know what? It's not about me. It's not about my uh, my timing. It's about Kairos, his appointed time. And I just yeah. I, I love the fact that I'm connected with you guys. I know why he ain't let me move jobs and get closer to my home. I'm still traveling 70 miles every day to and from work because that's where he need me. It's something he need me to do over there. And I ain't quite figured it out yet, but I'm going to keep praying on it, and I'm going to keep asking him to reveal it to me and even if it's at two three in the morning i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna be obedient i love y'all thank you i'm sorry i'm going back on you because i talk too much no you don't you don't talk too much you you finding your sound baby it's fine we we, we give you you wasn't rambling you was on point keep keep doing it until you find that sound listen there there is a sound the father seeketh worshipers hallelujah so don't yet are you good all gravy. <laughs> hey, man, anybody else this morning? I'm talking about fire. Fire, fire, fire. Hallelujah. Come on. Who else? Sing a happy song. Sing a happy song. <laughs> hey, man, anybody else have anything this morning? Uh, good morning, Saints. This is Sister Lisa. You know, I appreciate this call because I appreciate the way God uses you and uses other people to speak to me and to give me clarity. You know, um, when you talked about, um, I think it was Caleb and um, I can't remember the other guy, but when they went over and they were ready to go fight, you know, he knew who to call to go fight with him. And so I thought about when I was growing up, you know, if somebody messed with me, I knew what cousin to go get to go back to fight, you know, in, in the physical. But now as I've grown into an adult, like you said, I need to have people I can go to and say, come on and fight this spiritual war with me. You know, and so for me, I just look at, you know, my upbringing and look at what happened to me when I was young and I'm able to transfer it into you know, the spirit realm, because I go up every day fighting physically because of where I lived and, you know, a lot of the issues that I had. But I no longer do that. I fight in the spirit realm. So I said I like to say God does not waste any experience. Like he said, he's going to work it all together for our good. And y'all know I have been complaining and crying about that job I had. God blessed me with a new job, you know, a promotion in another company. And I'm really liking it because we really are impacting the community and I'm doing things that are in my purpose. So I'm just grateful that I held on to God's hand and did it his way until he said, okay, I release you and let's move on. So I'm just grateful today. So thanks for listening. Amen. Amen. Good stuff. Thank you for sharing, Lisa. Hey, Dee. Congratulations, Lisa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stay here. Thank you. We can. Yeah, we can. Okay. So, wow. I like, I, man, you got this. I'm like somebody said, want to run. I did. I ran around the preschool. Ain't no kids here, so they wouldn't be laughing at me. Such an amazing share and so powerful. Christina Joy already had me with that prayer when she started talking about, um, <laughs> uh, what she say, generational demons. I was like, ooh, 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 mm-hmm. ooh. So, yeah, but when you start talking, yeah. 
Somebody Hello? needs to mute their phone, please. Close. <laughs> they have an all conversation. Okay, but what I was going to say is you hit it on the nail when you talked about just church going, because that's where I've been lately. Nothing wrong with it, but I, my ministry is bigger than that like the four walls and just reaching people outside. And that's what I've been, my heart has been so full because I'm I'm touching and it's not about me, it's who God is using my light and even my dark <laughs> to touch the young people. There's so many things going on behind the scenes with these young men and women that are coming to me. Whatever they see in me is making them want to know him, right? Because they say, I always seem to have joy. And I'm like, huh? Really? Is that what y'all see? But that, God be the glory because I get it. And I know now that that's what I'm supposed to do. Be open, be transparent with these young people. When I say young, they're they 30s, but that's young. And I'm just grateful, sis, because I know it was us getting connected. When God sent, because I'm your assignment, you and Tan, I get it. So for this, so now I know what I'm supposed to do to impact these young people. Thank you. I just want to tell you, I love you so much. Love you too, sis. Love you too. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. Good morning. Who well, has been a struggle to get up to listen to this call? I have not been able to do that in the last almost three months. I just had a baby, so the, oh, struggle, wow. is, <laughs> the struggle is real trying to get up at six. But I definitely needed to hear it this morning. I thank you. Hey, man, we're glad to have you. Look, welcome back in in between those naps with that baby because, listen, that's a whole horse of a whole different color. Especially when your child is congested. Right. But I, get I, think- it. I get it. It's Krishanda. Um, uh-huh. um, I love um, hearing about finding people who will say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Thank you for your word today. My absolute pleasure. Glad to have you here, Krishanda. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. This is Kim. Hey, Kim. Good morning. Good morning. I am so grateful. I haven't been on here in in about 50 days or more. Um, I went to jail. And (laughs) i got to tell you, (laughs) God is so amazing. He showed me favor in jail. I know before I went, I know I was on here and and you were um, encouraging me. but one of the things that you were you said, and I can't remember how you said it, but God does not care about how uncomfortable we are. If he's got a job for us to do, he actually works all things for our good in spite of what our comfort level is. And I can tell you, I, I hated being in, in that jail. But 10 young ladies gave their life to Christ as I, as I just was praying, just in the process of praying to encourage myself. And God showed me so much favor while I was in there and, and then spoke to me the entire time. I I know that this, the, the situation that I was in, um, um, this whole experience isn't over with, but I know that, that um, 
God placed people in my life, and I'm just going to say Gloria, um, because she was praying with me and, and told me, be about your father's business. And while you're being about his business, he's going to be about yours. And it, oh, I'm just, I mean, I'm amazed. I'm elated. I'm excited. I am also devastated at the number of young ladies that are incarcerated who were just in the wrong place at the wrong time and had a public defender and have no family and they're indigent. My heart has been shifted and moved. Um, oh my gosh. It's just, and, and everything you said to me this morning and prior to me being incarcerated, all of it, all of it. I just feel like God just shouting at me. He's repeated it. He's, he's bought it through, through several other people. I just love your delivery. I'm so grateful for you and for declare victory. I am, I'm just grateful to be, um, united with this body of believers who do turn down their plate and who do seek um, the power of God in their own lives, not churchgoers, but to actually walk in the power and the authority that he's given us. I'm so grateful. Thank you. I, I want to say this to you, Kim, because you know Gloria would um, update me, and Glow, I ain't forgot about you, but she would update me while you were um, serving your, your little old funky 50 days, and so I don't want anybody to be offended because I said little old funky 50 days. I said it on purpose because she's on the other side of yes. And sometimes, um, and, and that's why you need community. That's why you need people around you that will keep you encouraged. There's a process that you have to go through, and sometimes you have to answer for history, right? But the beautiful thing is even in trial, even in tribulation, even in turmoil and um, what we feel like is trauma, Ten souls were saved. Paul said this, I become all things to all men that I might gain one. And it is, it is part of the process. It is part of um, you learning how to operate from a place of trust that maybe you've never seen, right, that maybe you've never experienced. Don't be afraid of the pain of the process. Right for 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 you, Kim. It was 50 days in in uh, very confined circumstances, but that's it's gone. It's done. You did it. You you paid for it. So when you get to the place of promise, you can look back at that and say it took 50 little old days to get to forever. <laughs> it took 50 days to get to my future. It took 50 days to change the lives of 10 women. And when you change the lives of 10 people, guess what happens? They go get 10 more. You saved 100 folks in 50 days. Do you understand what I'm saying? And then those 100, go get go get 10 more. And then those uh, 100, go get 10 more. Because at the end of the day, God, whatever it takes, if it means being in a jail cell, if it means standing in ICU, if it means seven years of fighting cancer with my hands and my feet to win the masses. Listen, right now, it's almost 70 people on this phone call. This journey started for me in 2002. Did you hear what I just said? 2002. And in 2008, I said, all right, God, okay, all right, whatever it takes. It's 14 years later. I'm not new to this. I've been doing this since I was a little girl. I thank God that today I understand that sometimes the pain of your process 
will cost you some pride. It'll cost you some uh, rebellion. It'll cost you some anger and unforgiveness, but I'll pay it. Have this anger. Have this unforgiveness. Have this frustration. Have this pride to get to the other side so that somebody's life will be different, not just because of what I said, but because of what they see. I'm not worried about the Nephilim. I'm not worried about the giants. I'm not worried about the land that'll swallow me up. Where is it? Let me add it. I don't care about any of it. I don't care what somebody thinks. And it doesn't matter. The fact that you have the courage to say, I just got out of jail. So keep it moving. Move around. There are more to be won. And your testimony is much greater than the test that you had to go through to get to the other side. So I want to tell you congratulations for having the courage to pursue in spite of what it costed you. Glory to Thank God. You. What a testimony. Thank you. All glory to Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I cannot. I cannot. I missed your sound, Kim. This Tanya. Tanya, not yes. Tanya. I missed you. And so I assumed, I didn't worry at all, you know, when you would yeah. come to mind, I would pray for you, whatever. So I assumed, because you had already, um, you had already said that, you know, that was a possibility. So for the, you know, for the folks whose mouth dro- mouths dropped, um, that, how does somebody say, go to jail? Why are you, you know, get over it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Right. Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't be judgmental. Don't, don't do that. Okay. Um, secondly, um, because Paul was in and out of jail. He was a, he was a, that part. He was a recidivator. <laughs> that part. <laughs> right. That part. Um, secondly, secondly, 50. I need you to understand. <laughs> the That's a number. 50. That's a number. I need you to understand. Now, I, I know what it means, but my, my suggestion to you is that you look up and study the number, number 50. It means Jubilee. That's uh, Jubilee, you know honey. about the Old Testament, the Old Testament, every 50 years, Come on. Come on. Anybody that was a slave, anybody that was in jail, anybody that was in debt, any of those things, everybody got, they had to make the, the, they had to celebrate, number one. Number two, they had to release people. People had, people were released from debt and all that other kind of stuff. Every 50 years, 50 is significant. I'm a witness. 10. 10 is significant. Listen, listen, this is for Kim it and Kim. I want, it's for other people, but Kim, I need you to laser focus on my words. If I was in front yeah. of you, I would tell you to look at my teeth and watch my tongue as it moves. 10 signifies, a, listen, authority and completeness. Come on. Kim. Winning. Hallelujah. Kim. <laughs> 50. Because, listen, as soon as you opened your mouth and, and said, because I've been off for 50 days, oh, yes, that was it. She was in jail for 50 days. It's over now. You often it's so over. Fancy. I'm so excited for you. Listen, yeah. uh, uh, I don't know. I said two things. Maybe this is the third or the fourth. You've identified, you were able to identify your 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 ministry now. I don't know what yes. it's going to look like, but it will have something to do with folks that have been, listen, you got street yes. kids. Oh, yeah, I did fine. So what it was 50 days. Yeah. I don't need to know how long it was. You got street grids. You have credit. You can identify with the orange. I know. I don't know what color y'all wear down where you are. But here in California, it's orange. You orange. can make jokes mm-hmm. about orange jumpsuits. You can yes. make jokes about having to wear their panties. Sorry, dude. You can make <laughs> you can make jokes about them them toothbrushes. You like you know what I'm saying? To yes. relate and connect with people. Let yes. me tell you what else. In a minute, in a minute, you're gonna be able to go into jail and leave yep. at your least. 
when you go and minister. Oh Let that so mean I mean, we'll quote her by how we, I got yes, a mind. I, I know I got to stop. No, no, the, chaplain, the, the chaplain was a member of my church, and I, I've already <laughs> connected with him. I, I, I'm telling you, there is so much more that I'm not telling you because I will take up this entire phone call. God is amazing and faithful, but he does not care about Lord, how uncomfortable Lord. I am. He loves me. He loves Lord, you. He Lord. loves us. Not not what we like, but what is good for us, what is, is yeah. needful, what he created us to do, whatever he's got to do to get us in line with that thing. Ooh, hold on to your feet. Dion, you gave a Lord, list of Lord. the things that you better be ready to be do and be prepared to do. And it's not just being steadfast, but be prepared to be uncomfortable. And it, yeah. and, hey, Kim, can I, can I say this last him. thing? Yes, yes. Let me just say this last thing to you. I want to say this last thing to you. Um, I kind of made it funny about the being able to relate, but the compassion that you yeah. now have, you now Listen. have for people Listen. that have been incarcerated Listen. and people mm-hmm. who are currently incarcerated. You said one of the things mm-hmm. about that people not having. Um, Listen, it's grant money out there for that. Yes, for, doing, for doing certain ministries. So, so um, you know, I, I tried to make it light because um, it's a, it's a serious thing. We don't. You know, discredited at all. What you went through was really serious. Even the whole court process and all of that. But the compassion that you now have, you couldn't, you can't read that in a book. You can't, um, you can't buy it. Hold, hold, if you can mute, mute your line for a minute. I just want her to hear everything I'm saying. Thank you. You can't, you can't, you can't buy it. You can't pray it down. You can't fast it down. Like sometimes it requires life experiences for you to be able to identify with the people um, that God is going to put you in front of. You don't have to do it. You don't have to push the envelope. The door is going to swing wide open for you. And I speak this prophetically in your life and you're not going to have to want for anything. God is going to give you the resources that you need in order to serve effectively. God bless you. I receive that. Thank you. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this and I want for each of us to hear the, just the compassion walking away with, because, you know, the reality is culture has made us mean and callous and cold and insensitive. But you keep living and you go through a few things. Um, it'll do what, what I say on a regular basis is that put your chin to your chest. Humility is expensive, y'all. The demon of pride is a real thing. And Kim, whether or not you know it, God exposed you to the court system in an effort to teach you to legislate. Right? There are certain things that not only you know, there are things that you will be able to employ that you've heard audibly. See, a lot of times we don't understand the correlation and we don't understand the connection. That's why we need community because sometimes I can see what you cannot. Notice that this morning I said you have to pay attention to numbers. It has literally been 14 years since I gave an emphatic yes, that God, whatever you say do, I'll do it. Whatever it costs me, I'll pay it. And my my very first experience was physically moving 3,000 miles away from home and everything familiar with three kids, eight bags, and $600. 
It was a process of sleeping on an air mattress, looking around at my girlfriend's uh, SpongeBob, her, her baby's room with SpongeBob, and two of my kids slept on one bunk and one slept on another. It, it has been comprised of cars being repossessed and moments where I didn't have $15 in my pocket to put gas in my car, buy food. I didn't just buy osmosis, jump to where, uh, where I'm standing right now. It's been a process and it's been painful. It costed me everything. And guess what? I pay it all over again so that you could be free. Right? I'm standing in a place of liberty I never knew existed. I don't care about much of anything. It'll take you all day to get under my skin. But I had to pay for it. And community makes the difference in learning how to legislate effectively and move around this thing we call life, knowing that it never had anything to do with just you. You just happen to be a partaker of all of it. There is a blessing on the other side of your pain. When you walk into painful places, you should get juice. Be like, oh, yeah, it's about to be a turn up. When you walk into something that's ugly, when you start dealing with that rape and that molestation and that incest and that poverty, when you start dealing with all those things that are ugly to look at, there are Nephilim over there. I don't care about a Nephilim. I'm trying to get to the other side. I'm trying to get to this Canaan. I'm trying to get to this place of milk and honey. That's the promise. I'm trying to get to this place where everybody said I wouldn't make it. Everybody said I would give up, I would quit. Everybody said if I was her, I'd throw her in the towel. But listen here, as long as God is for me, I'm a who can be against me? I don't care what it looks like. I ain't got time to be scared. Somebody is dying because of your fear. Somebody is dying because you're scared to deal with your demons. Deal with them and move around. Honey, I'm a junkie. So get clean. Honey, I'm an alcoholic. Who cares? Some alcoholic is going to need your testimony soon and very soon. Go ahead and get sober. Sal, I've been a hoe all my life. So 90% of us have and still hoeing. Get your mind right. Let all that stuff go. Know that it is just fuel for the future. It is fuel, fire, something else. Don't worry about the hits. God don't care about none of that. I'm telling you something. The devil will guilt you half to death if you let him. But if you make a decision that whatever it costs, I'll go through to get to, I'm telling you, I have evidence. <laughs> I'm not telling you somebody else's story. I said I didn't know him to be a healer. He showed me. I bet you <laughs> I learned how to watch my words. Right? It's a process. And at the end of all of it, and I know sometimes it seems like it'll never end, and sometimes it doesn't end the way you think it should. I'm about to be physically out of somewhere to live, right? I didn't have to, but I hear when he says move around. I don't always know what that looks like. I didn't know what Georgia would look like. Georgia revolutionized my life, not because of where I live, but because of the obedience because he told me to do something and I just did it. I don't have time to ask a whole bunch of questions. You say move around? All right, moving. Somebody is moving today. And it may not be literally, but it's figurative. Somebody is repositioning, even as I speak. And I declare that in this season, you won't be afraid of the Nagar. 
You won't be afraid of the Amalekites and the Hittites and the Jebusites. You won't be afraid in this season of the giants. You won't be afraid of the, the land that appears it might swallow you up. And this time, you won't see yourself as a grasshopper, knowing that you always triumph, that there is no loss, that even your failure is employed to take you to your future. And so that, that's all this morning. Anybody else got anything? Thank you, Kim, for triggering um, my rant. <laughs> good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Prosperous. It, is it kind? It Was that the same Kim as kind Kim? No, yeah, they're two okay. different Kims. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. kind Kim was here too, um, though. But, you know. Okay, God bless you, both, both Kims. But I just love how declare victory, just God is, I love how God works and in this call declare victory because um i just love how um there's just so much love um when when kim gave her testimony about um you know going to jail and yeah god's in there too he's doing his work everywhere but it reminded me of um this text on this amazing community of text messages of um women of God, and it just reminded me of the, um, this text, and I don't know if the person's on the call who, who sent it, but it's, it's, it's really true in the Bible. We, they, all the people that God did his work through were not walking around home. And it says, Wait, shift your, shift your phone, shift your phone. Oh, sorry. Okay, there you go. It, it, it says, Noah was a drunk, Abraham was too old, Isaac, these are all the people that God did miracles through, people he used. Isaac was a daydreamer, Jacob was a liar, Leah was ugly, Joseph was abused, Moses had a, had a stuttering problem, Gideon was afraid, Samson was a womanizer. Like, you could go on and on and on of how God used people in the Bible, that you don't have to walk, come here and be perfect. He, he, he will use you. So I don't know. That just reminded me when I heard Kim's testimony. I just love hearing um, the, you know, just the, the truth that was spoken. Coming back from Tanya, not Tanya, you, Pastor Dion, just I just love the love of this community and just reminding us that it's all God and he can use each and every one of us regardless. So that's all. Okay. I'm going back. That was good stuff. Thank you. No, thank you for sharing that. That was good stuff because it's true. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sylvia Sylvia again. And I just want to thank Kim for her testimony. Um, It just reminds me uh, again of God's power and his might and what he instills in us and what we can endure when we don't even know we can. I remember getting sentenced and, uh, you know, going to court. And I went to go see my pastor, uh, was going to court, rather, before the sentencing. And he said, I want you to have, figure out what you want to be doing five years from now. And I didn't understand why he asked me that, because I'm thinking I'm about to be in prison for five years. Why would he ask me something like that? Mm-hmm. And so I was confused. I didn't understand. I was so uh, fearful. I had my daughter saying, I had her singing to me. I had people praying for me. I just knew I was going under the, the jail or prison. And I went to court that day in San Francisco federal court. And I want you to know, I left there that day with a bracelet on my ankle. And uh, <laughs> yes, 
I had to say that, you know, because if what I thought God had already ordained differently, He already knew what His plans were, you know. And then the the second time when I went on, uh, had to go in for something, you know, I um, was in there and they were playing cards and dominoes, and I had never literally been inside of a jail. And I was like, what is going on? They having a party? I was, I, I was literally laying on reading and falling asleep with my Bible and praying, God, please get me out of here. I'm not supposed to be here. You know, right. testifying the whole time, seeing people leave and come back. Leave. I was only there for 30 days, but I tell you, transformation. <laughs> I tell you, transformation. I was begging uh, the drug program to let me back in. <laughs> so that I could be obedient and listen, opposed to I don't but, have to be here. But listen to this, Sylvia. Listen to this. You went from being a prisoner to the chaplain. <laughs> right. That part. That part right there. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've been and I've been back inside. I've been back inside jails. Now you with, see? In women's support groups. Yes. Yes. Do you see that? <laughs> God. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Good. Right. Good morning, Dion. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. I just had to chime in. I love you so much. I just want to thank each and every one. Uh, we our prayers are constantly, you know, to uh, have the release of those who are, are being incarcerated. Some are incarcerated for various reasons, but I do want to thank you. I also want to uh, speak to Kim. Kim. I, uh, when you were uh, talking about the number five and, and how you came to understand, and uh, we just left out of uh, the seventh month. And, you know, after seven years of debt, uh, we're supposed to, the debt is supposed to be released. We are now in the eighth month and it's new beginnings. Oh, and I yeah. really thank God. Hey, glory be to God. Hallelujah. I mean, I just got, hey, glory be to God. Hallelujah. I thank God, uh, Dion, had you not been courageous enough to uh, do this uh, uh, prayer call, no matter whether we're on the line, whether we say anything, or where, whether we're declaring, decreeing, praying, it is a, a, a place that none of us never knew that we would be here. I thank you for your openness. I thank you for allowing the words of our mouth, the meditations of our heart to be acceptable where the people are concerned. Thank you so much for everything that you do here. We do not take it lightly. And a lot of it is going into our everyday life. It is helping us to be stronger. I have so much confidence right now, uh, Dion, in everything that we have been called to do, that now, even with this prayer call, you have caused people to be pushed into their purpose. Thank you for you and uh, Tanya, not Tanya, uh, this morning, how you two can just come in and get our minds right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ooh, ooh. Really Amen. Amen. God. Thank you for getting our Hallelujah. minds right. All of us have been prisoners at some point. Listen. Whether it was incarceration or Listen. out of incarceration. Listen. I'm just saying. I've been locked Hallelujah. up. I was locked up. I worked in the prison for five years and um I worked for the Department of Corrections. So see here this woman talk about her inner experience versus the outer and how she was begging to go back into a program that uh, unfortunately we have to go through some things in order to get through. And so on the other side, some of us should have been in jail. We know we should have. 
So I'm just saying this morning, if you know you should have been in jail, you should be rejoicing over here. So I thank you. I should have been locked up. Instead, I ended up being the assistant to the warden. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just telling you, hey, glory be to God. I was able to go behind locked bars every day and go home at Listen. night. Ha! Glory be to God. Listen. I saw the inside of the prison, thanks to God. I'm telling you what I saw. I saw men locked up, grown men, mm-hmm. a lot of men there. Mm-hmm. These Mrs. prisons Please. were serious uh-huh. business. And I'm telling you, be you all here today, you don't have to go here. Yeah, uh-huh. okay, man. Go okay, okay, the whole thing. Didi, 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 mute, mute, mute. Sorry. Amen. Assistant warden. Amen. Come on here. I was there. I'm telling you all. So you don't know. You can go from the pit to the palace. Come on. Just as we have a hey, glory be to God. Hallelujah. I thank God this morning for you, Dion. I thank God for you. I see you, girl, and I'm so proud of you. It started a long time ago. This is not a first encounter. So, God, if you have something today and you know you're holding on to it, if you are on your way to jail or on your way into court, Please let us know. Don't hold it in this morning. Let somebody know so we'll know how to pray. Hallelujah. We need strategic praying. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And Hallelujah. fasting. God bless you on this morning. Thank you, Hallelujah. woman of God. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. Listen, listen, as we are standing in our eighth year, This is a new beginning, but listen, we headed into our ninth. That means, honey, and I need need y'all to legislate. I need community to legislate that Victory City would be the model from city to city, from state to state of rehabilitation and recovery on levels that people have not seen. And I'm talking about from familial blessings to generational blessings. It's coming, y'all. Just. Just keep on talking about it. It's, listen, we planting with every single declaration of the fact that Victory City is not about Dion. Somebody Hello, needs to mute their phone. Hello, hello. Mute, mute, mute. But I need you all to agree with me, for real, that God will give me the strategy and the system so that lives can be changed and transformed because if each one reach one, We can reach a nation. That's all we're here for, that somebody would not die and lose their soul, that somebody's heart and mind would be changed about the truth of who God is and that they would accept him and know that he is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. We talked about these numbers, and if you are listening to me, you need to understand certain numbers, certain systems, certain cycles. You can look at the Hebrew calendar or just start to ask what this number means. If you know that there are certain things that happen in certain months in your life and in your family and in your finances, start to learn what that looks like. Understand and know the times and the seasons. It's not just about reading your Bible or getting on Declare Victory. Second Timothy 2 and 15 simply says, study to show thyself approved, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. It is a process. Get involved in your own process of healing. It is life-altering, guys. Life-changing. Don't be afraid of it. Go ahead. 
um, you have me kind of juice now. Um, Pastor Dion, when you said the numbers, and I didn't hear that part about Kim, but oh my gosh, it's really uh, interesting. It's true because um, many of you guys know I was out of work. I lost my job in January, and I knew it before it happened. And I used to ask people on the call, well, how did you know? Um, when I first joined, like, the call five, six years ago, someone was talking about, I was walking down the aisle knowing I wasn't supposed to be doing it. And I was like, how did they know that? Like, but God is amazing um, when you <clears throat> when you just lean into him because I knew, like, I heard we, got, we lost our biggest account, and it was in January. I was on this job for, like, a, a few years, and um, we lost an account. And I, right then, I had just made three years there. I had just made three years. One, and I was just, two, three. No, what three? Yeah. And, I, no, I and remember. he told me, he told me, and I just knew that completion, you're complete. And it's scary. It was scary to me. I'm like, I'm co it's complete? Like, I'm not supposed to be here anymore? And it happened. Like, I kind of goosebumps right now, kind of thinking about it, because you don't, sometimes you don't want what, what you're hearing. And I lost. I lost my job. I was out of work for three, I, for, I think it was three more months, but God, I mean, God has blessed me so much. I'm having so much fun on this new position and who knows how long this assignment is going to be, but it was just a trip. I'm learning, I'm learning. God's teaching me about the numbers is, is really is deep. It's interesting. And again, sometimes you don't want to, you kind of scared when you, cause I was like complete, my job is complete here. And then I did get let go. Um, before I even, before it happened, I knew about it was when it, when I made three years, I was like, hmm, I must be something's gonna happen. So um, I just wanted to share that and God. That's good stuff. That was a great valuable share. So for somebody else, you end in a system or a cycle. You are ending a process of some sort. If you pay attention to the times and the seasons, you'll start to be a little bit more comfortable. And the next time it occurs, because God took care of you, even in them three little old months, imagine, Hallelujah. <laughs> imagine seven years later, every single job I got, because I was bucking the process, every single time I got a job, a child of mine got sick, to the degree that there was a, a running joke here. The running joke was uh, Tommy on the fifth floor who ain't got no job. I had to recognize that my job is what I'm doing right this second. This is my job. My job is going from hospital to home visit to train tracks to uh, uh, running to the grocery store, making sure somebody else got groceries. That's my job. This, this is my job. My life is ministry, right? I would love to go to a, a nine-to-five job. Well, no, I'm lying. I'm, that's not that's, – I, I would not love to. Um. But, but at one time, I was vying for a job. I was, I was fighting to keep my independence. I was fighting to be in control or lord my life. It is in the moments that I decided to allow God. I remember when he told me I couldn't do hair anymore. I thought it was, I was like, that's absurd. That's crazy, Jesus. Why would you, I, I do this without thinking. I do this without, I, I, don't have, I don't have to worry about it. My money is always certain. <laughs> he was like, yeah, 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 in your strength and in your power, stupid. But what I found out was that what I thought I needed, I didn't. And what I did, he always provided. 
The only time I've ever been without, quote, unquote, shelter is because there was a shift. And even then, I had shelter. Right? I'm in the middle of a shift. My whole life literally has shifted in such a way that I don't know from one day to the next what's about to happen. And I'm happier than I've ever been in my life. Are you listening to me? Sometimes you got to be okay with not knowing. Sometimes you got to be okay with the discomfort and the frustration that comes with not knowing. See, the difference is today, I don't get frustrated. I start to get excited because I'll be like, straight disruption, it's about to be a thing. Right? You have to be okay with whatever his process looks like. You go from independence to interdependence. That interdependence is only established from a posture of prayer, praise, and process. You go through to get to. Don't be afraid. Get excited. Change your fear to excitement, and I promise you, it'll change how you go through, and it will even cut your time. Don't be afraid of what that looks like. Keeping in mind, you always win. Not some of the time. Every single time you are slated for a victory. Open your mouth and declare every single time. Even when it looks a mess, you are slated for victory. You cannot lose, period. It's not an option, I promise. It's not what I think, it's what I am living. Nobody can tell me anything different. Amen. Listen, we are approaching the hour. Um, Is there anybody else? Hey, Dean, Shell, I'm driving. Sorry, it's probably a lot of noise. But I just want to say to God be the glory um, to Kim, who always kept her confession, who always kept a, a, a heart full of joy, even when she didn't know the outcome, when she knew that there was a possibility. But she never, never stopped trusting God. She always had faith in God. And favor ain't fair, but walk in it. He covered you. Grace, his grace is sufficient, and it was sufficient, and it will continue to be sufficient. So for when when I heard, you know, the verdict, my heart, my everything dropped, but we had to walk in it in agreement and keep lifting her up. She, she was on the line every day happy. Didn't matter about what the outcome was going to be, but that part right there, she kept the faith and she kept her joy in the Lord. So to God be the glory, and I'm so glad that she home because whatever they said, he said, he said, it was what he that? said, not what they said. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I received all of that. <laughs> wow. Hey, y'all, guess guess what the theme for next month is? I just got this from, from my amazing, one of my amazing admins. The theme for next month is disruption. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh. Shut the front door. I, y'all, I, the Lord gave me all the things for the entire year for the first time this year. I don't keep track of it. Usually, Rochelle or Tosh tell me what the theme for next month is. <laughs> and listen, when I tell you my whole life has been disrupted, I didn't know Josiah was leaving, moving to Atlanta. I didn't know I was going to have to move out of my house. I didn't know none of this stuff. <laughs> That is hilarious. Disruption, straight up. Come on, Jesus, and disrupt. Ah, glory to God. Amen. Anybody this is the last, else? This is the last thing I promise you guys. 
Um, you know, I just, lo- again, I love how everyone is um, surrounding and just uh, supporting Tim right now because it, it, I was reminded, I'm just like a, I don't know what it is, how God made me, but I was, uh, went, it was like last week and I was in Fremont and I was going to get my hair done and I had to go to the grocery store. When I left the grocery store, there was a man outside and he was yelling and talking to himself and it, um, some people might laugh, some people, but it just, I started praying for that man because he was just yelling, be a man, be a man. You could talk to her, but you could tell it was like something was going on that he was not in his right mind. And it just broke, it broke my heart. And I was, I just walked away saying there for the grace of God, go I like, we we just don't know. We just don't know. And that scripture comes to me a lot of times, like (laughs) there for the grace of God, go I. So um, I'm just I'm just so thankful for this community. I love you guys so much. Um, thank you. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Can I jump I, in I'm, here real quick? Heck real no. quick. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I know we at the end, but I, you know, you this, this you is this, okay. This is persistent, and I've always been shut down in crowds of women. So it's it's a it's a thing where I'm coming out of. I've been crying through this. I'm so grateful for this for this group of of, of believers and, and declare victory line. I know I'm gonna find my 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 tribe as you say, my people. Um it's such incredible I've been sitting here just crying and crying and you got to be real, you know, you got to jump on it and get out there with these ladies on this call as you're not gonna be heard. But I just want to say this. <laughs> Pray for me. I do look at numbers, and my number on my family court docs is number 10, and mm. it's not coincidence that it's number 8, that I have to have all these documents in by number 9, um, and, um, you know, I've never looked, it, it's in, these court docs are kind of intimidating for me and frightening and all that stuff, but lots of change is going on, lots of disruption, as you just say. But I want to be honest and forthcoming because I'm just crying because yesterday I, it was a fight to get on 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 the on the prayer call, and but I knew that after talking to Phil that this is where I was supposed to go. I normally have an intercessory prayer group that I study with at my church, and when I told the leader that I was going to step out for 15 weeks and take this prayer call, it wasn't received well, even though they said what they said. The energy was foul. It was mean. And I thought this is what I encounter all the time at this church. You know, I'm just going to roll with it. But but it, change is happening. That's all I can say. And and I love what you said. There are going to be lots of changes and, and breakthroughs. And this morning, all I could do but listening to everybody and walking in authenticity with the Lord and his word. It's just incredible. It it takes so much to do it. You go through so much to get here to this line. You know, I will probably be forever thankful to Nick for referring me. He don't, just by me being honest to him and him being honest to me in that quick little moment. And Mm -hmm. here I am. Um, and, and like you say, you meet certain people and they, they, they change the course of your life because mm-hmm. you, God knows you're pursuing something that you, he's going to get you where you need to be. But anyway, mm-hmm. I'm just grateful. You guys keep me in prayer because I am going into court right now. I am taking these docs. I just want to be honest and, and, and forthcoming and, and grateful um, and do what I got to do. Amen. Hopefully that makes Amen. sense. Amen.
It made complete sense. Absolutely. It made it made complete sense. Always remember this, guys, as you travel toward um, the trajectory of your purpose and the promise, that when you experience moments of fear, that's, that's it. Tap right in. Learn the language of the court. Learn to legislate with authority, knowing that you have access to the king of kings. I'm 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 so excited about this season um because I know that that the the trajectory of certain lives you'll you'll be the one of your your local assembly whatever your church affiliation or association is or is not but you'll be the one that shifts the atmosphere you'll be the one to counter culture You'll be the one that doesn't settle for being a professional churchgoer and creating um, an atmosphere that only houses excellence in church but never reaches lost souls. You will not be part of the, the church swapping group. You'll be part of the introduction to Christ on a different level because you understand the power of your presence, right? And that is only refined and defined through authenticity and being honest and being okay with being vulnerable. I pray that everybody that is a part of this call has been able to experience um, the, the truth of what this culture has been created to induce. And that's that we, I don't care what you've gone through. You understand? Like, it doesn't matter what you've experienced. It doesn't matter what God has allowed in an effort to get you to the other side. It is all necessary, and you don't have to apologize for your life experiences that have made you who you are. You are necessary, and you're, the things that you consider failure do not disqualify you from destiny. They do not. You still are absolutely every single thing that God says you are. You're still capable of doing it all. You're still capable and qualified for the final finish. Listen, run your race with patience. Somebody needs to mute their phone. Your phone is buzzing. Can you, can you mute? Right. Go ahead, sis. Go ahead. Hey, so to Priscilla, um, thank you for being transparent and for sharing, you know, and for, and for using your sound, putting sound to what you're feeling like. I want to remind you of Gideon. Gideon was the least of all. He was afraid. He, he, you know, he was like, God, you got, obviously you got the wrong person because, you know, I, not only am I a part of the, 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 the lowest tribe on the totem pole, but my clan is, you know, you know, we had mud mm-hmm. level. So I want to mm-hmm. encourage you. I want to encourage you um, to um, not allow yourself to be beat up uh, and feel convicted and what have you about, you know, um, the fear. It is what it is, as Dion said. I just wanted to remind you, you're not the only one, and there are people on this. I've been afraid. <laughs> but you know what? To quote Joyce Myers, do it afraid. Being afraid doesn't mean that you necessarily have to take on the spirit of fear. That's, that's to me, that's different. You're acknowledging that you're a human being and remind yourself, it's not in my strength. It's not, these are not empty words either. It's not in my strength, Lord. It's in your strength. For when I'm weak, you are strong. Uh, and I'd rather be, I'd rather be weak and have his power than to do it on my own. Cause that means I got to facilitate and make sure that everything lines up and everything happens. I hope that encourages your heart and anybody else that might be struggling with something that is fearful. 
um, to you uh, and you just make a decision because this didn't get this didn't this didn't catch God on 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 guard. He, he you know this is part of your it's written of you this 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 leg of the yeah. race you're gonna be fine mm-hmm. you're gonna be fine mm-hmm. all right thank you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thank you amen. amen good stuff good stuff amen well you guys listen it's eight oh two. Um, and I got stuff to do. <laughs> Y'all didn't know I was a rapper. Um, <laughs> I play too much. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. That's all I got. I'm grateful. Um, and and thank God for uh, the process. Thank God for each and every one of you. Again, it's a fasting day, y'all. We meet right back here at 5 p.m. If you hadn't turned on fasting, even if you ate a little something earlier, I dare you to join your faith with ours. Um, knowing that all faith is in Jesus. It's not in our ability. It's not in our strength that he is um, the ultimate giver of of faith. And we go from faith to faith, from glory to glory. I pray that your faith was expanded today. I pray that you heard something that will remind you that no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, no matter the giants nor the valleys, that at the end of the day, you always triumph. There is victory even in your process of pain. And the outcome is already certain and sure. It's your attitude in the process. It is your objective to believe God to know that he is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So I'll meet you guys right back here at this same phone number, 5 p.m. I pray that you go and you grow in love. Today is a really great day to be the expression of the heart of the Father toward his people, even when they don't recognize that they are yet his. Um, Encourage somebody today with your life. Give a gift of hope. Give a gift of peace and promise. Buy somebody something to eat today. Do something that's just an act of kindness. Sow a seed in a life with the expectation that the harvest is greater than the seed could ever be. Remember, he's not trying to kill you. He's trying to kill you. And that's that's just the you that you created in your head. I pray that you come in supernatural alignment and divine agreement with the truth of who he says you are. And let that other person you created to survive die. It is so worth it. I love dying. <laughs> Bye, guys. I'll hear you guys at 5 o'clock. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Blessings to each of you. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful God bless day. God bless everyone. Have a great day. I love you.